Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are ready to break through whatever BS you've had around fear, around stepping into your power, your confidence, your greatness, stick around. Alexis is going to activate us in this interview. It's going to be powerful and uh, igniting for us. Before we dive into that, I just want to say thank you for being here, for being on the journey, for choosing to be your greatest possible self. And remember that you are already enough. There's nothing outside of you that you could ever do or accomplish or anything like that that would ever make up for your divine worthiness, like how beautiful of a human being that you are inside and out. So just know that, okay? Just just remember, just let it soak in. Just let the, the words sink into your subconscious so you can own it even more. I'm going to share the iTunes review of the week now, and this week it is Melissa V. West who says, good stuff. Chris's energy is infectious and off the charts. Yes. I love it. I love being uh, infectious in a good way, right? Because I think that there's a lot of infectious going around right now. <laughs> I didn't even think about that before I did this uh, testimonial today, but I did it all day long. But it's a good infectious. <laughs> there's two different kinds. Um, and it's a lot of fun. So I love receiving these reviews. I love hearing from people who uh, love the show, who want to see it grow into being even better. If you have feedback on what we're doing really well that you love, what you want to see more of, I would love to, to get that. But I also get a lot of uh, inspiration, positivity, encouragement, great energy. I love hearing that. So thank you in advance. You can go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes. You can search greatest possible self on the Apple podcast store and give us a review there. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of and how we can improve the show for you and hit that subscribe button. So you can get all the latest episodes and updates like this deep dive that we're about to do with Alexis. So I'm going to introduce her in a sec. Before that though, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. She is going to bring the heat and make sure you stick around all the way through to the end because like one of these things could be the thing that cracks your fear code, the thing that like really opens up life for you, your, your possibilities, your ability to impact, your ability to create your reality. So I know we're going to be diving in deep with Alexis. Stick around all the way through to the end. Let's introduce Alexis. Alexis Jean is a personal and business well-being coach with a unique journey of her own from depression and anxiety to a positive mindset. Alexis works with her clients to shift their mindset and break through the blockages that are keeping them stuck and preventing them from achieving the success they are seeking in business and in their personal lives. The women that work with Alexis receive a personalized coaching program that enables them to recover and uncover their true potential and realize improved business results and stronger relationships. And Alexis, we are about to go live. Are you ready to rock? All right, you are live and become your greatest possible self. And we're just going to dive straight into the theme of today, which is when life hands you lemons, Alexis, pivot. What does that mean for you? Sorry, that my computer just froze. <laughs> it's all good. All good. Yeah, when, when life hands you lemons, pivot. What does that mean for you? Well, the first thing that comes to mind when you said that is make lemonade. Yes. But when life <laughs> when life gives you lemons, there's always a silver lining. There's always something that is a positive on the back end of it. Mm -hmm. You may not see it at that present moment, but when you look back, you can see why the universe created that that challenge for you for you to move through and learn. Amen. I love it. Yeah, I, I agree. The silver lining, the the reason why, so that we can add more meaning, so that we can add more fuel to our purpose to get there more effectively, more um, resourcefully, right? It's like to use everything that life gives us. How do we do that? Um, so that's great. Great, great. Um, let's talk about your women's coaching and empowerment that you do in mindset and business. Tell us a little bit more about that and what you stand for with your clients. So what I stand for with my clients is really helping them crack open so that they are them powerful selves and being really kind and gentle along the way and really stepping into who they really are and becoming the next level self but also remembering who who they are because as we grow and as we go through life we build walls 
mm-hmm. to morph into something that's actually not really us. We think society wants us to do that and be there. And I know for myself, I was with my husband and, well, sorry, I was dating somebody, then I got engaged and I thought that that was the next kind of step to do because that's just what you do. I was 25 and I thought that's, you know, or 26, whatever I was, that's the next step to do that. But in reality, it wasn't the next step to do and I didn't really know what I wanted to do and I wasn't owning my voice. I wasn't owning Mm. who I was and it took a few years to really uncover for myself what that actually looked like to really know who I am and how who I want to be stepping into and there's always growth in every area of your life yeah yeah so good all right let's go back into that journey because you're here empowering women today as a coach and I want to hear for you like what was what was that like what was that growth process like and becoming a coach like how did all that happen how did it all unfold for you Alexis so back when I was 19 I saw this online world and I didn't really understand it and I invested some money in buying some DVDs and some audios and I actually didn't have the confidence to open them up to actually listen to them so I found them (laughs) a few I found some of them at the end of last year and I was like they're not even open because I was actually so scared to uncover what the possibilities could be for me in the future so then I kind of just let that one that little dream kind of just go to the side and then ended up getting married and having a marriage breakdown. And through that marriage breakdown, there was a lot of stress, anxiety, depression. I got put on antidepressants. I went and saw psychologists, psychiatrists, counsellors, and I just felt stuck, like really stuck. I wasn't moving forward. There was no, I don't know, I just felt something wasn't right. And then I did some research and found this wonderful world called life coaching. Yeah and personal development and kind of just fell into it through going to lots of different personal development programs, meeting amazing humans, and then learning about NLP, kinesiology, hypnosis, timeline. I didn't even know those things existed. And I saw the really cool results that I was receiving and I got off my antidepressants. I was so much happier. I was sleeping again. And I thought this is really, really super cool. Mm. I'd really love to be able to help people on their journey so that they can either shorten their process and not go through the drama and the trauma that I went through, or if they had, I know how to empathise and work with them in a really calm, gentle way to shift their mindset from where they are to where they'd like to be. So good. So when you are purchasing these DVDs for the first time, why did you do that when when you when you purchased it but you didn't even open it up like what what inspired you to do that back then so I was personal training back okay. then and I was in the, I was in hospitality as well actually I think I was doing hospitality real estate and personal training all wow. at the same time and I was the internet had just started coming in I was like well this is really cool I, I'm really super interested in it however I never was a great student and I didn't I don't even think I passed my HSC and I just thought that I was dumb really Mm. that I wouldn't be able to learn it I wouldn't be able to do it and who was I little old me to be able to create something so magnificent and amazing as a 19 year old when looking back I was like hmm probably should have taken that leap but I wouldn't be where I am today who knows where I would be exactly it's like the the willingness to just open the door right it's so so interesting that sometimes the in the hero's journey you may have heard that there's the um, call to adventure and typically the hero uh, does a refusal right refuses the call refuses the invitation from the the mentor whoever's going to teach them and it's like you got called forward to, to be your best self and there was like this refusal because you weren't yet ready so to speak you weren't you weren't at the place where you were you were you know open enough the desire wasn't strong enough or the fear um, wasn't you know it was it was more powerful than that so you had to work through that and i think a lot of us beat ourselves up for not going from let's say zero to a million dollars like in in a couple months right or from from <laughs> like like difficult relationships to the man or woman of our dreams or whatever it is right it, body weight whatever whatever that transformation is 
And sometimes we're just like our soul, our journey, our mindset, we're just not yet ready. And that's okay. Um, I think that there's like ready when we're constantly getting ready to, to one day be ready. It's like, that's, that's BS. And I also think that in terms of timing, there is a, well, you know, it's like, we're just not quite there yet. And we, we, there's still some more foundational work to do. There's still some clearing to do. There's still some fear codes to, to crack and uh, break people open so that we can step into our power. And um, I think what we're going to be talking about today is, is powerful because people don't have to wait till some day off in the distance. We can actually make huge progress right now when we work with coaches and use like the methodology that you're going to be sharing with us. Yeah, and as you were just speaking, I read an article, or uh, maybe last year, by a coach called um, a coach, Rich Litchman. Yes, and it was called "How to Become an Overnight How to Become an Overnight Success in Forty Eight Years." <laughs> yes, and I went, "Oh, yes!" And that it was just like the penny dropping because. There's so many in the coaching world, there's so many shiny objects to, like you said, become a millionaire in seven days and yeah. become an eight-figure earner in 10 days. And it's <laughs> just three extra days <laughs> yeah. to, to, to 10x, you know. <laughs> it's just, it, it's crazy. And I was so addicted for so long to the shiny objects, to yeah. the things that I was like, why aren't I moving the way that I need to? Because I thought that I needed to take those huge leaps and bounds. Mm. But it's when you look back, it's all the small little incremental changes that you make on a daily basis, that 1% change that you make every single day, that when you look back in a year, you're like, holy guacamole, like what happened? Like I didn't, I don't even know who that person is that began this journey because so much has opened up and let go of so many stories that are not serving you. and anger that's not serving you and resentment to either to yourself or to other people and once you start releasing that and letting that go magic starts flowing into your experience that you don't even know where it's come from Mm. but because you're not holding on and being restrictive you're actually being open and receptive that things are are flowing through into you So good. So Alexis, when a woman comes to you saying I want to transform, I want to I want to break through fear, where do you start with them? Really uncovering what's getting them stuck and, and really listening to their pat- patterns and the way that their language is and how they speak to themselves. And when we're in it, we can't see it. Yep. And we, and I still, I work with a coach myself and I spoke to my coach the other day and I said something and she rephrased me. I'm like, oh, how did I not pick that up? That's what I do with my clients. And she started laughing. She said, that's why you're working with me. So. Yeah. I can, you can improve yourself so that you can hear your clients on a deeper level. So it's really understanding where they're at and listening to what they think that they need to what it is that they, sorry, think that what they want to what mm-hmm. it is that they actually need. Yeah. So one of my clients came to me and she wanted to have a conversation to learn more about my journey, who I am, what I'm about. And when we got deeper into the conversation, she hadn't felt fun or happiness is but she didn't know that wow it was all surface stuff until we got deeper and deeper and when you get a client or a potential client to cry in a conversation (laughs) I know that doesn't sound very nice but you know that you've hit a pain point yes but they're now ready to shift through and that they've recognized that that's what it is that they need to release and let go of and there's a way to do that through different modalities within conversation and activities and tools, depending on what it is that they're they're moving through. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So it's like really getting to what is actually needed versus what they say they want. I think a lot of times we say we want, let's say, money or the the house or uh, the woman or man or whatever it might be. You target your your clients are typically women, so that man, you know, attracting that. And it's like there's a conversation going on. There's a story. There's there's patterns that are going on that are preventing that person from having everything that they want. And it's like, what do they actually need? It takes a, a trained coach and a listener to hear through what is on the surface to be able to get to those deeply rooted issues. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that 
my clients and people in general, I guess, if you've got a question, mm. you already know the answer with inside of you. But there's a bit of cloud and fog and crap, dirt, mud, depending on how deep it is, that you can't actually see what that answer is. But when we slow down, and right now is a really great time to really slow down, come within and really figure out what is it that you want. And with my clients, I've found that asking that question, what is it that you want? Mm. The first thing that automatically comes out of 98% of the people is, I don't know. Wow. And then if you ask yourself again and say, well, if you did know Mm. what it is that you want, what would that be? And they go, well, I would like, but because we've got this automatic response of shit, I don't want anyone to judge me on what I actually truly want because I know what I want. But if I say it out loud, does that mean that I have to actually go and get it and that scares the poop out of me? Or am I going to be judged for what I want and do people think it's too out there that it's not a reasonable or realistic goal or dream to have? And so if someone's concerned about what people think about their goals like what would you say to that person at the very beginning if they're concerned about it keeping holding that goal to yourself and working through what it is that you need to be doing to be moving forward I've been stung by this numerous times with big goals and I've told people and then I've been crushed because their fears and their insecurities have come into play because they don't have the same mind as me they don't have the the stuff that I've got, but it's also they want to protect me. They don't want to see me get hurt. They don't want to see me go through challenging times Mm. with what's going on. So the people that love you who may crush your dreams and your goals, it's not because they're wanting to crush them. It's that they they think that they're loving and protecting you in responding in a certain way. So if you've got a big dream and goal, find people that are going to love and support you and hold you accountable to the things that you need to and continue to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself in some moments as you're moving forward. So either hiring a coach or finding someone who will really help you shift and move through that. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is powerful. It's like knowing who are the right people to share it with. And we may have the best intentions to share it with the people closest to us and people close to us also have those good intentions. And in terms of keeping a dream alive, that takes that takes like a champion. There's there's a certain skill set of of like championing someone, coaching someone, cheering someone on, um, being a mentor, being a leader who fosters dreams into existence. And in a lot of uh, a lot of people's lives, people around us, there's dream killers, right? And I think there's a, a, a some someone said tall poppy syndrome in in Australia. I think they say they don't say it much in the United States, but it's like if you stand out above like the the crowd, so to speak, then everyone else will like try to try to cut you down and, and make you like them themselves because it makes them uncomfortable to see someone rising like that. Yep. And it makes them feel uncomfortable. It also is a, if they can do it, I can do it, but why can't I do it? So there's a lot of noise and conversation that happens inside their brain and the stories that go on around pulling people down. I feel that it's starting to shift a little bit, but Mm. not hugely Mm. um, in regards to the tall poppy syndrome, but keeping keeping yourself and keeping your goals close, close to yourself while you're doing the daily activities behind closed doors to get you to where you want to get to. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about someone who who came to you, a woman who came to you, like, and and what kind of a transformation do your clients experience when, when they're working with you? Like, can you share an example of that? I can. And this is one of my favorite transformations that I've seen. So I met a beautiful lady at a networking event and she was building her network marketing business and we connected right at the very end she gave me her card and I gave her my card and came home and I gave her a call and spoke to her a few times she was trying to sell me into her business and I wanted to do some coaching with her and she's been in corporate climbed the corporate climbed the corporate ladder over 20 years really high up in corporate very, very successful, but couldn't understand how she wasn't cracking the code to network marketing. What was it that she was doing that wasn't allowing her Mm. to bring clients in? And so we did this really powerful exercise where I said to her, write down the people 
that you're attracting right now. Mm-hmm. Then I want you to do write another list of who is it that you would like to attract. Mm-hmm. And so we sat down after she did that. So I said, do that for a week. So from week to week. So that was our activity that we had to do. We sat down and I said, I want you to circle everything on the list that of the people that you want to be attracting that you're not showing up as right now. Wow. And she went, well, I'm showing up as everything right now. I went, oh, okay. Interesting. But, so okay. you say. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, what's happening with this list over here, the people that you are attracting? Yeah. And she just started crying. Wow. She looked at me. She goes, I don't cry in effing public. <laughs> and I went, well, I wasn't expecting you to cry. Didn't this is not normally a crying activity, <laughs> um, right? Task. Yeah. Right. And she said that she was attracting both of her mothers. So she was adopted mm-hmm. as a child, and both her mums, the people that she wanted to be attracting, was to save that kind of woman mm. who needed the help, who needed to break free, but they didn't have the power. They didn't have the um, confidence to take that next step Mm. so from that moment her whole business shifted and changed within within the next I think 48 hours she had clients people that she'd spoken to either a year six months to a year prior contacting her saying I'm ready to jump into your business now she's like I didn't want to believe you that this stuff's magical but this stuff's magical I'm like (laughs) I know. <laughs> so fast forward 18 months later and we continued to coach over the, a year and a half and she, I helped her not go bankrupt and lose her property, Wow. lose her family home. Um, I've helped well, with the, the work that she's done on herself. It shifted the way that they do life as a family. Mm. She's now created a phenomenal coaching business. She's still got a network marketing business but the platform that she thought was going to help people mm-hmm. wasn't the platform. It was a stepping stone to stepping stone to create her coaching business, mm-hmm. and now she's just crazy with her with that business. And if we had never spoken or started, mm-hmm. who knows where she would have been? But the shifts and the clearings and the changes that have occurred have just been next next level amazing and. It's a ripple effect, yeah. and I was listening to um, the guy before, and it really is. It's a ripple effect. You're not just helping that one person because everything that's help- happening in them is shifting and changing and helping somebody else because of the way that we've decided to step up yeah. and shift and change ourselves, which automatically helps other people shift and change as well. Yeah, yeah. That's so powerful. So I really want to drill in the uh, action step, the big lesson, the principle here. For someone who's listening right now, what do you really want them to take away from that transformation that she went through and what can they take action on now? So if you're a coach or you're in network marketing or whatever business that you're in and you're not attracting your ideal client, do that exercise that I just said. So write down, and you can do this with finding a partner as well. Mm, So who is it that you are attracting right now to who is it that you want to be attracting? And if you see something that's in myself or there's something that's in that thing that you might talk to you, write that down. And if you can see it in somebody else, you mm. have it in yourself. Yeah. So that's why writing down exactly what it is that you want from a client or that you want to be attracting into your world, even if it's a new friend that you want to be attracting into your world. Yeah. If you've what if you've written that down that you want to attract it, you already have that inside of yourself. It's just laying dormant. We just need to activate that to bring it up. So you can ask yourself, how can I become, what has to happen for me to be more confident in myself or what has to happen for me to have more energy? And when you start asking yourself a conscious question, you start, even if you don't answer it straight away, it's okay not to answer it straight away. Mm -hmm. It will come over the day or over the next few days as you continue asking yourself powerful, powerful conscious questions that, your body already knows the answer to. You already mm. your insides already have that answer. It's just a matter of really allowing it just to flow through you. So good, Alexis. This is, this is powerful. Uh, I want to talk about fear more because I know that's like a big, big thing that's stopping people. Blocks. Um, what What is the fear code? Like cracking this fear code. Where did the, Where did that come from? What do we need to know about that? 
So it came from actually working with my coach when I was going through some challenging times and I was fearful of really stepping up and stepping out and being seen. And I was like, ooh, and I said this earlier in the call, who am I to be able to coach people? Who am I to be able to tell my story and shift and change and help someone go through their own transformation? And she said, well, you re- really help people crack their fear code. I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, I really do, don't I? <laughs> and, <laughs> and cracking the fear code is really all about opening up your confidence, stepping mm. into owning who you are, owning what it is that you are doing for your clients. And one thing that I found when I was really stepping into my power and stepping into my truth was I was doing a lot of comparison. I was comparing myself to other coaches and thinking, well, they're more successful than me. They've been doing Mm. it for a lot longer than me. Why wouldn't someone go to them? Why would they come to myself? And over the time and the learnings that I've got is I have something that they don't have and they have something that I don't have and people resonate with me for the reason that they resonate with me Mm. and others resonate with that person because they've got something that they want. And sometimes they want to work with two coaches on two separate things so they could be coming to me for one thing and another coach for another. And when I let that go and was like, oh, it's okay. There's more than enough people in the world. There's more enough money to go around in the world. And it's just a matter of finding the right people that I want to be working with and being able to help. So cracking the fear code is a lot of the stuff that I do is help my clients with their sales process Mm. and what their blueprint is around sales. Because when I first started my coaching business about four or five years ago, I was charging $260 for a six-week program one-on-one. Wow. And I struggled to even get that number out of my mouth and talk to my clients and say, this is how much it is. And I was just like, oh, now now it's a lot more to be working with me one-on-one VIP. Um, However, now it just rolls off my tongue what I charge. It rolls off my tongue what I do and how I can help people. And I've got different tiers that I help people with. But helping my clients understand that questioning is the most powerful thing to questioning and listening to what the client is saying. Mm. So, And you've really got to leave your story and shit at the door and not bring it into the session and not have that needy desperation energy behind it. It wouldn't matter what was coming out of your mouth. The other person can feel that need and desperation from you. And one thing that I like to do, um, I like to teach my clients when they're getting into sales, if they are feeling at some point in the conversation, the sales process, they've either lost where they're at or they're feeling, oh, my God, I feel needy right now. Mm. I get them just to write on a piece of paper as if they're taking notes, universe or God or higher self or whoever anybody believes in. Yeah. I need your help. What needs to happen now? Wow. And then I just let it go and I just allow the client to continue, potential client to talk. Mm. And then I relax because I'm like, it's okay. I'm being held. I'm trusting that the universe has got my back. And if this is the person that needs to work with me, Mm. it will come through and it will happen. And it's changed my own energy, but I also help my clients change their energy around that process as well. Because sometimes we do get into that state and we're not sure how we got there. But when we pick it up, we're like, oh, how do I get out of it in the middle of a conversation? (laughs) Wow. Wow. So so I want to dive into that, like write on a piece of paper, universe, God, higher power, higher self, whatever we want to like address, whatever we see as the source of us being effective and, um, you know, greater, greater power. I need your help. Uh, is that so it's like, I need your help. I'm not sure what to do or, or something around those lines, like kind of just I need help. Okay. Just I need help. It's okay. as simple as that. And just allowing it's as if you're asking a coach or a sales professional or somebody holy shit balls what do I do next like Mm. I just need help Mm. and because you're asking for help you just allow it to be yeah and stop all thought and just listen to how can I help this client as well Mm. and it just happened one day when I was in the middle of a sales process and I was like oh my goodness I don't know what to do next Mm. I'm really stuck and I wrote that down and I ended up closing the sale and whenever I've had challenges like that, I just do that and it just it flows. And 
just becomes easy and it's a conversa- it's more conversational than questioning 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 as, as a script it's more yeah. like really feeling into the client's energy and what it is that they actually truly deeply need and can i actually help them because mm. if you actually can't help somebody don't try and close them mm. just don't because it's not going to be helpful for you mm. or them even if you do need the money it, it, refer them on to somebody else if you've got a referral kind of thing with somebody and you might get a bit of a kickback from referring them on. Mm. But if you can't help them, don't push to get the sale because it's just you're not going to be happy in the long run. Um, when when you're working with a client, I'm curious for you personally, and they have a challenge with uh, like what's their unique gifts and unique strengths, their their brand, their message may not necessarily be like your 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 like thing that you always focus on but like if someone's having a challenge getting clear on their message like what what do you usually do around that well it's bringing them back to their why why did they start their business why are they actually here mm-hmm. and for myself the reason that i really started my business was because i missed my daughter's first words i missed her first steps mm-hmm. i had to work because that's just where we were in our relationship both of us had to go back to work and yeah. It was full on. And when I'm feeling lost within myself, I tap back into why did I start this? And I started my business because I wanted to empower my daughter that anything is possible when you put your mind to it. And if you're passionate about something, you can make money from your passion by helping other people. So if you're you're feeling lost around your message, you're feeling a little bit fuzzy, I would suggest tapping back into your why. Why did you start this? Why do you actually really, really want this? What's the problem you're, you're solving for your clients? What's that big problem that you're sol- solving? And what's your big vision? What's the big vision picture for you, your business, your family? And it's a bigger process <laughs> than yeah. this, but these are kind of just some tips that you can take away to really tap into creating your message. First of all, your why, and then what's the problem that you're solving? And then... Who do you want to be helping? Is it men, women? Is it both? Is it kids? Is it the elderly? Is it health and fitness? What is it that you're actually helping do? And really tapping into how you can help that person. So good. So good. Uh, is that, how does that relate the why? Uh, how does that relate to your power, activating your power within? Because, I mean, there, there's confidence, there's power. What is, are those the same thing? Tell us a little bit more about that personal power. So power, I feel, is more within your energy. Okay. So confidence is really the way that you're standing, your posture, the way that you're speaking, having clarity around what it is that you're saying, having the knowledge and, yeah, the clarity around what you're saying and the power comes from within, like, with myself. There's things that sometimes I've felt challenged to do and I've done them because I've looked at my photo of my daughter and I've just gone, I'm doing this for us. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this so that we can have an amazing life. We We can do this and to show her that she can... Like if she has something that she's passionate about, to go and do the research around it. Yep. Really feel into it. And having that power to to know what you want and feeling and feeling powerful. Cause I don't know if you've ever not felt powerful before and to when you are feeling powerful, there's a huge, huge difference. Yeah. And be and if you've never felt powerful before, you know, get into the power stance. So stand with your feet shoulder width apart with your hands on your hips and really hold into that and stand there and feel what that feels like to mm. just stand in that power position and when you talk when you're in that position compared to if you're standing with your hip leant over and yeah. your arms crossed yeah. it's a completely different energy around how you're standing and the posture around it yeah i know you uh, also wrote a book too and i, I want to dive into what what inspired you to write that book and just tell us about it. So forever I've wanted to write a book and last year on my vision board it was I on my vision board to write a book. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't know who was going to help me do it. And 
towards the end of 2019, I a lady reached out to me and said, would you like to be a part of a book called Changemakers, 20 Stories of Inspirational Women? And, <clears throat> sorry, and I went, mm, yes, I would. <laughs> What's involved? Yeah. And she said, I need 3,000 words in 10 days. I pardon? She said, 3,000 words in 10 days. I went, okay, awesome. I'm going away in the next three days for five <laughs> I was going away for four or five days with my family to theme parks. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, how do I do this? But you know what? I'll just get it done. Mm. Let's just get this done. And I committed and I had to a girlfriend of mine is an amazing, amazing writer. Yeah. So I did the shell of it and she's a really good friend of mine. So she knows my story. She knows exactly mm. what I wanted to say. So I, every moment that I had free, I'd sit down, read what I'd written, frantically write more yep. to the story, get yep. it sent off to her. She was, at the at that time, my girlfriend who was helping me, her daughter was in and out of hospital. She was going through some stuff. So wow. it was just, it was a crazy intense time. And so I got that done and then it got launched on the 6th of December last year. And it was a really... It's something that I'd really like to do again, maybe later in the year, um, writing more of a more of a book for myself, mm -hmm. um, opposed to being in a book with lots of other these other women that were in the book were phenomenal as well. And it was a big, big eye opener on how to put together something so fast. And it really showed me that if you really want something done, you can get it done. Yep. And it doesn't matter what other challenges are going on in your way. Yeah. You can put that, you can sit down and focus for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, an hour if you've got that time yeah. and just purely get into that focus mode of this needs to get done and nothing else is going to get in my way in regards to that. So that was yeah, a lot of fun to get that what, done. What did you learn about yourself in the process? It was a really nice, and because it was at the end of last year, yeah. it was a really nice reflection on where I started 10 years ago, wow. where I am now and all of the fun stuff <laughs> that happened in the last 10 years and closing off that decade with writing a book with something that I wanted to be a part of mm. and really seeing how how you can change in such a short amount of time and having the right people around you. And as Steve Jobs has said, you can't put the dots going forward. You can only look at the dots going backwards. Mm. And that's something that I found really powerful. Writing the book mm. was connecting all the dots and the little bits and pieces of what got me to where I am today. And I think that that's something that we don't do a lot enough of is reflecting on the past week, the past month, the past year. Mm. And that's something that I've implemented this year is every Friday I sit down with a glass of wine with my journal and reflect on the week that was yeah. and see where what has happened over that week so that I'm really just getting connected again to my to my why, my big vision my goals and what it, I want to be achieving and stepping up and then putting my intention for the following week yeah that's so good I love I love that you said that I'm 28 going to turn 29 this year in June and I think that what a what an epic um I guess study of my life to say hey what what happened over the last decade right going into 30 years old like to to sh like write down and um, catalog and categorize and like just organize the biggest lessons and uh, yes it will have value for other people to like publish a book like that you know like what what I learned in my 20s or something like that and even more so it would be for me like hey don't miss the freaking lesson Chris because I think a lot of people can can experience things and they they get through it but they may not have necessarily really got an embodied little lesson and so I think that's like I feel like writing about our life is one of the most um, 
you know, therapeutic, uh, like uh, understanding, self-understanding, self-introspecting, knowing who we are, processes that anyone could go through. I think everyone should write about, you know, and journal about and reflect on their life. And what better way to do it than to like get it ready to be published? I mean, people don't have to publish it, but um, I think that's just an amazing process to go through to really see the themes, the patterns, the lessons, and, and the, the gold nuggets that are there that we may not have necessarily paid attention to the first time around. Yeah, totally. And it's it's really eye-opening. And if you don't journal, I suggest that you start journaling. And doing, and it's not about journaling and making it all pretty and nice. It's right. that crazy mess that happens on the way. So doing a brain dump and getting all the noise out of your head, getting all that surface noise out of whatever's going on and that could look like sitting down, saying, I can hear the ocean outside. Mm. I'm going to get a coffee in a minute once I've finished doing this and that's going to be my reward and blah, 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 whatever that is, and sit down for 10 to 15 minutes, put a timer on, have no distractions, and then ask yourself a conscious question. What is it that I actually really want moving forward? Mm. What does that look like? What will it feel like for me to have that dream life that I've always dreamed about? And then what's the foundational work that needs to be get done to achieve that? And when you start asking yourself conscious questions, people start showing up, things start showing up, opportunities are open up to you that you never thought were even possible because you've opened yourself up to asking a really, really conscious question to what it is that you do want. Because if you ask a shitty question, you're going to get a shitty answer. Yep. Yep. I want to talk about this. This is good people's filters and their stories that block them from receiving greatness, great things. Like what do you think our audience needs to know around that, Alexis? Becoming aware of the story that you keep telling yourself for starters. So what is that story that you hear yourself on repeat telling yourself all the time? Are you telling yourself a really empowering story? Are you telling yourself a story that you don't even know even if it existed because 50% of our past experiences, we've, we've recreated them in our head. They're not even true. Yep. So you get to create your future. You get to create who it is that you want to become and you get to rewrite your story. And one of my favorite songs that gets me all amped up and psyched for when I either jump onto a live or onto an interview is High Hopes from mm, Panic in the Disco. Yes, yes. And if you listen to the words from that song, he talks about rewriting your history and he talks about be that one in a million yep. to achieve what it is that you want to be achieving. And it's so powerful to change your story. But if you don't know what your story is, be aware of it. Like what's your dominating thought? So start asking yourself, what is my dominating thought right now? Is it serving me? Is it restrictive or is it expansive? And if it's not expansive, well, what has to happen for that to be expansive? How can you shift and change for that to be serving you more fully? Mm. And, you know, and have a look at the environment that you're around. Is your house clean? Is your bedroom clean? Mm. And if your bedroom is not clean and your house is not clean, what's going on on the inside of you is a reflection of what's happening on the outside. So if you're a mess a hot mess inside and all crazy and chaotic and your external external world is crazy and chaotic, well, start cleaning up outside and then slowly start moving and doing the inner work. Mm -hmm. So the more that you clean up your inner work and do your inner your inner stuff, mm -hmm. the more you'll start cleaning on the outside. And over the, about two weekends ago, I went away on a mindfulness retreat and parts of the day we were silent. We weren't allowed to speak. And we did loads of clearing and lots of stuff. And the second day I got up and I just started cleaning and folding and doing bits and pieces. I was like, ooh, that's a big realisation. <laughs> I was quite a hot mess inside and my external world was proving that to me. And when I was clean on the inside, I wanted everything on the external world to look clean and be clean and mm. have, its, have its own home. Mm. 
so good. I love it. The I love the dominating thoughts. I think that really being clear on that, like what is running the show, um, what is what is occupying my my attention. It's like Napoleon Hill, um, that burning desire, the burning um, you know obsession that we're we're creating. That is what we will manifest, right? And so, like being able to shift that if if it's not something that's empowering, it's expansive, and it's like feels contracting or restricting. It's like we get to be responsible for that, and it, it'll also show up in our environment around us and like we can clean up our environment and it'll also be um, reflecting and impacting our internal environment as well and the clarity and alignment there yeah and the people that you're hanging around I know it's a little bit different now because we're all in lockdown (laughs) (laughs) Um, but who are you who are you spending your most time with yeah and they say that the top five people that you spend the most time with is where you're the average of the five people. Yep. Now, I really ch- I was struggled with this because I'm like, oh, well, the people that I hang around, there's some that are okay, that are like got the big dreams and visions, and then there's others that are not. They're all amazing humans, just energetically not where I would like to be because I wanted to be that next level. Hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the people that are in your direct contact it could be listening to podcasts who are you listening to every day what are you feeding your mind with what are the books that you're reading every single day what are the things that you're doing are you coachable are you Mm. able to drop the story of what you thought that you were to coming into the person that you want to be so environment is huge and the people that you're hanging around and who do you need to be listening to on a daily basis that is going to feed your brain with the things that are going to help take you to that next level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As you're sharing, I know that one of the biggest things that's important to you is serving women. Um, What made you say, like, I'm really going to be a stand for women and coach women in my business? The journey that I went on and the power that I know that when women get together and having that feminine energy, I feel is really, really super powerful because there's mm. a lot of there's a lot more movement into the feminine energy now. But yeah. when I was doing my study four years ago, and I'm still doing study now, but when I really got into it, I didn't realize there was masculine and feminine energy, mm. and we have masculine and feminine energy in all of us. And it's how do you dance between the two Mm -hmm. energies and helping women understand that having a feminine energy and building a business, they can run a really successful business in that feminine energy and the masculine, but it doesn't need to be primarily that masculine, strong, like hard um, energy. They can use their emotions. We're allowed to use our emotions in business. We're allowed to do um be ourselves and I help my women really understand that once you understand that you're getting paid for being you Mm. it's really super powerful so the reason I love helping women is because the journey that I went on and I worked with men and women for my own personal growth and development and both were good but I found I didn't really resonate with the masculine energy and the way that they did business Mm. I resonated more with the feminine side and so I just really like working with women and I've tried working with men before but I don't really (laughs) (laughs) it just it just isn't it's like not that you know, aligned ease and flow and like everyone's happy and is blossoming at the end, right? There may may be some other stuff that gets involved. Like I I think it's, it's interesting because in, in a relationship, like coaching relationship, it's like so intimate. We were talking about this on the pre-interview call. It's like, there's so much vulnerability. It just creates this like energetic uh, alignment. And I think some men can also take that for, uh, you know, like attraction as far as romance. And it's like, okay, hold on there, buddy. You know, I'm just here to, to support you in getting to where you want to go. Like the, it, and it can be difficult, I think, for, for men to, to distinguish that, that, that line. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I found when working 
with men. It's not all men. Like I've worked with some men who and who have been amazing and have dropped straight into it, but I've also had a previous relationship with them as a friendship. So we'd already gone to deep emotional conversations prior yeah. to um, getting into coaching and I helped one of my um, one of my friends find his wife and I coached wow. him through the whole dating process to wow. like, bring them closer together and they're just about to have a baby, which is very exciting. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I found that some men, the ego takes a little while to drop and it's not, mm. all, it's not all men, but some women are the same. It takes them a little while to really drop the ego and get into that deeper vulnerability state. So... But with women, I found that it's a, a lot easier and faster to dip into the deep stuff, whereas men, it takes up to seven to eight sessions before we start really dipping into wow. the emotional stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's powerful. So it's like women, you you just resonate with them. It's your own personal journey. You're able to add the most value to them as well. Um, I'm curious with your your journey moving forward and vision and mission. Um, what do you see as the way that you want to impact the world and and the the legacy that you want to leave, Alexis? So right now, with where the world is and what's really happening right now, mm-hmm. I feel that it's a really nice time for everyone to slow down and really come within. So I want to start teaching more meditation and deep connection with self yeah. moving forward, um, and really understanding who that person is and who who they really are and what it is that they can bring bring to the world and help them so one of the things that I love doing within one of in my coaching sessions sometimes I'll get a download of a movie that they need to watch Mm -hmm. and it could be The Lion King it could be Inside Out um I've had (laughs) Sex in the City 2 like it's been really bizarre I'm having a conversation I'm like hmm you need to watch these movies um so, like, my big vision at the moment, I'm only doing one-on-one coaching sessions. I would really would like to bring in a group coaching session because when we work together collectively in a group, it raises the vibration and you get to manifest things a lot faster because you, collectively everyone's holding space for you to um, bring your greatness mm. into the world. I love it. That that mindfulness, uh, I, I think it's so important for us to be present with whatever emotions, whatever experiences that were going on to accelerate the evolution of our consciousness as, as a humanity, as, as a human species. Like we really all get to do our inner work, our shadow work to face that, to welcome that, to embrace that, to love that uh, and, and process that, feel it, you know, because I think a lot of the world hasn't been willing to feel what has been coming up and what has been programmed into us, what's still stuck and stored in our organs, in our body, in our energetic field. So it's like, it's the perfect time for that. Totally agree. So good. So good. Um, so getting onto podcasts and uh, getting your message out, like when did that become important for you and how, why Why is getting onto more platforms, why is that something that's that's special for you, Alexis? It's special for me to get out there and be seen and really connect with a higher vibing people and people who are running podcasts and connecting more deeply with people like yourself and really being seen. And this is one of the things that I, this time last year, there is no way that I probably would be doing this. It would have scared the poof out of me um, <laughs> to have these kind of conversations and be seen. and. In the past, I've been so nervous leading up to jumping onto a podcast, even if it's not a video podcast, and cranky, cranky pants before I get yeah. on. So stressed <laughs> out. I'm like around judgment of myself about what's going to come out of my yeah. mouth. Is what is the information that I'm going to be sharing? Is that worthy of being shared? Wow. So I've been. <laughs> moving through my own fears and doing things that do scare me as well to be able to step up so that I can show others that it is possible to do these things, it is possible to be seen, it is possible to connect with people like yourself and ask to be on podcasts to share my message, to share my vision, to share the information that I have inside me that needs to be, I feel, um, shared with people and gifted in a space like this. Yeah. As you're sharing that, I think it's also important to remind the people who are tuning in live or replay a podcast, video, whatever it might be. Um, what do you feel it is that sets you apart from other 
uh, coaches, um, especially like women's coaches, business coaches? Um, what do you feel is your unique gift? My unique gift is I've been through a lot of shit, <laughs> a lot of shit, and I one of the pivotal moments that really was something turning for me was I was going through a really, 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 really super stressful time and I woke up on my kitchen floor with a suicide note next to me and I'd drunk alcohol and taken pills and I was home alone without my daughter and I was just like, whoa, like that is something that I never want to go through again and that's part of my journey as well like that's part of the trauma and the stress that I was going through and not long after that my appendix almost burst so I've been through a lot and I know that our body holds so much energy and our body is telling us what's going on our body is telling us that there's something wrong internally Mm. if we don't if we're not picking up on it at a mental state at a thought state my appendix were telling me that I was holding so much stress inside that I needed to stop, slow down and sleep. And so once I had my appendix out, my whole life started to shift again. Um, So the reason what makes me different and stand out is that I have been through stuff. I can resonate with people if they're going through stuff. may not resonate exactly because every situation is completely different. But I've been through some tough times <laughs> in my journey of my short life and really seeing what's going on and helping people see things from a different light opposed to telling them what they need to do, mm. helping them understand that there is other ways to look at things and sharing my story on a deep level with them so that they can go, oh, she does get it. She does understand it. I'm not not alone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Alexis, this is is gold. Um, Loving it. And I know uh, the people in our audience, especially the women, want to know how to connect with you, how to continue their journey, how do they have a conversation with you, um, and what else you got going on? Can you let them know what what that is? So if they want to connect with me, I'd love you to connect with me on Facebook and send me a Facebook friend message and send me through a private message and let me know that you've heard me on this show. And the things that I've got going on at the moment, I've got quite a few programs, different levels of where you're at in your business. So if you're starting off in your business, I can really help you out. Or if you're at a point where you've been in business for 12 to 18 months and you're at that stuck stage, you don't really know which direction to take. You've got a few you're a bit of a fork in the road. You don't really know which road to take. Um, I'd love, I'd love to connect with you and do a little bit of a brainstorm and see if I can help you or if I can refer you on to somebody else who can help you. But I've got quite a few people in my, in my vortex that I can help share with you and yeah, uncover what's going on. And if you've got any blockages, we can clear them in the session. I love it. I love that you just said in my vortex, Alexis. Yudabomb.com, and I love that you're vibing <laughs> like this. And anyone who's tuning in right now, if you want to get like tactical, practical, I can tell you got that, Alexis. You you are like no nonsense. You got like the survival aspect. Like we're gonna we can hustle if we need to hustle and like go get shit done. And you also got the like high vibe, like free ourselves, enter into a, a beautiful state to be able to attract, to be a magnet towards, you know, opportunities and stuff. And it's really clear that you've done so much work on yourself and just your your journey. It's it's super inspiring. And uh, I'm so grateful we got that like that gem of like that place that you were like, because I didn't know that. I, I heard you went through, through some stressful times, but like, you know, waking up after attempting suicide basically you know attempt to take your life and still being here i think that's that's uh huge to have gone from that place and such a level of hopelessness to where you're at now and being so empowering and getting your message out and, and being bold and being powerful it's it's really powerful thanks for having me it's been super fun Awesome. Awesome. I'm grateful to hear that. Everyone connect with Alexis, alexis-jane.com and at the Alexis Jane. And Alexis, thank you so much. Have an amazing rest of your day. Okay. You too. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode 
but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>